This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And this week we're going to be speaking about a very prophetic psalm. But before we get to that psalm, I'd like to read two verses and keep these verses in mind as we go through that psalm. In Luke chapter 24, verse 44, we read these words. Jesus spoke to the disciples and said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the psalms must be fulfilled. Luke 24, verse 44. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 14, Paul's prayer included these words, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. I just want to underscore that word knowledge. The Greek word for knowledge here is epignosis, which is a more intense word than just for normal knowledge, if I could say it that way, which is gnosis, as it expresses a deeper participation in the subject of knowledge. In other words, it is a knowledge that influences the one seeking this knowledge. In other words, it's not something you hear and pass over, but it affects your life. That's the kind of knowledge that is in the Word of God. And it's so important for you and me, Shelley, and our listeners to really grab hold of that because Yeshua, Jesus himself, told our people that he has come to fulfill what was written about him in the Torah, in the Psalms, and in the Prophets. Yes, Lord. So as we go over this psalm to understand when we read the Psalms, the prophets and the Torah, they're prophetic. They have to do with what God was speaking at that time. And it had to do with the eternal God of what was yet to come. And even in this day, what you're reading now applies to us to see, know, and, uh, Acknowledge, comprehend, have knowledge of what God is speaking to us 
through this psalm because if you are a believer in Yeshua and he lives in your heart, you're one with him. And if you're Jewish and don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah, that when you yourself read the psalm to ask the Holy One of Israel, to ask the King of Israel, Malkanu, to open up the eyes of your understanding to see the prophetic view of the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. Yes, Lord. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn with us to Psalm 22. All right? And let me point out, if you're looking at a Hebrew Bible, it might be off by one verse because the introduction to this uh, psalm, to all psalms, is considered verse 1 in the Hebrew Bible. All right, Psalm 22. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Far from my deliverance are the words of my groaning. O my God, I cry by day, but thou dost not answer, and by night, but I have no rest. Yet thou art holy, O thou who art enthroned upon the praises of Israel. In thee our fathers trusted, They trusted, and thou didst deliver them. To thee they cried out and were delivered. In thee they trusted and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and not a man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. All who see me sneer at me. They separate with their lip. They wag their head, saying, Commit yourself to the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, because he delights in him. Yet thou art he who didst bring me forth from the womb. Thou didst make me trust when upon my mother's breasts. Upon thee I was cast from birth. Thou hast been my God from my mother's womb. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Basham have encircled me. Thou, they open wide their mouth as a ravening and a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaves to my jaw. And thou dost lay me in the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A band of evildoers has encompassed me. They pierced my hand and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look, they stare at me, they divide my garments. Among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. But thou, O Lord, be not far off. O thou, my help, hasten to my assistance. Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. Thou dost answer me. I will tell of thy name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise thee. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him for help, he heard, from there comes my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. The afflicted shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. 
and all the families of the nations will worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations, and the prosperous of the earth will eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust will bow before him, even he who cannot keep his soul alive. Posterity will serve him. It will be told of the Lord to the coming generation. They will come and will declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has performed it. Hallelujah. Junie, it's so powerful. What an incredible portion of scripture. We need to make some comments so we can really understand the true meaning of these words. Junie? What struck me as you read it, the kingdom is the Lord's. And that's what Yeshua taught us to pray. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus. The kingdom of God is the Lord's. And the Torah tells us the Lord, he is God. Hallelujah. And people call Jesus my Lord. Yes, Lord. And if Jesus is my Lord, then he is my God. And he is the Holy One of Israel because there's only one God. Hallelujah. There's only thank one you, Lord. Lord. And we thank the Lord that he opened up our eyes, Shelley, oh, to see him. Oh, and our children you, and the inmates thank and our you, grandchildren. And we pray our great-grandchildren will know Yeshua, Amen. Jesus, as the Holy One of Israel, the Messiah Hallelujah. and the Son of God and the Savior of the world. If you're a believer... We pray that going through this psalm will bring you into a more intimate relationship in the knowledge of God. And if you happen to be Jewish, listen to these words and read this psalm and ask the Lord, is this speaking of the Messiah? Well, when we look at the psalm overall, it begins with a cry of anguish. Then it turns to a trustful cry for help. And the last portion of the psalm ends with a vision of the world, the worldwide results David, King David is the author of these, this psalm, yet it is a detailed description of the crucifixion of the Messiah. It's a record of his dying words. We see the darkness of the cross, but also the glory of the cross. Unless we see Yeshua in this psalm, we miss the prophetic nature and meaning of these words. David's cry and agony seems so deep and goes beyond the depth of his personal affliction. And as described in the latter half of the psalm, it rises to a height that is beyond the rewards of his affliction. Jesus declared that he was the root and the offspring of David, and it's spoken of here. Keep in mind that this psalm was written approximately 1,000 years before the time of Jesus walking the earth. And the people of Israel had no understanding. They didn't even know what crucifixion was because the penalty would have been stoning in Israel. So I referred to Paul's prayer above, and I believe that Psalm 22 is an Old Testament scripture above all others that will open up for us the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of our Messiah. It's an intimate picture of the heart of the Father and the Son, the oneness that exists between them, and a message that will bring us into a more intimate relationship with Jesus. May his Holy Spirit unite all of our hearts to him through Psalm 22. 
And we see even in the moment of abandonment, I'm looking at verse one now, even the, in the ultimate abandonment, Jesus cried out. He didn't just cry out, God, God, why did you forsake me? But listen, he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Junie, there's power in that word, my God. Wow. And we need to see, Shelley, that when Jesus was born, he wasn't only born the son of God. He was born the son of man. Yes. He's the second Adam. So he went in his flesh to the cross to take our sins upon him that we might become the righteousness of God. Yes. And he made a pathway for us, Shelley, that yes, in our Lord. life, when we can't find ourselves embracing our cross, whatever that might be, outside of ourselves or even within our own heart battling, that Jesus Hallelujah. overcame. Hallelujah. And he did go to the cross in the flesh and became an offering for our sin. Thank you, Lord. I hope that each one of you will listen to the program every evening, or you could check our, our website because you have podcasts constantly. This is such a significant portion of scriptures. Father, we bless your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this prophetic view a thousand years before you even walked this earth. Speak to all of our spirits, Lord, and bring us into closer unity with you and the Father in Yeshua's holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyandJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyandJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. <laughs>